Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Oh, yes. The Bennett Skin Show, 105.3 The Fan, coming to you live from Tender Smokehouse in Frisco. I'm Ben Rogers, joined by Jeff Skin Wade. We've got uh, Kevin KT Turner here with us. Jonathan Shippy Shipman back at the station. Steven from Promotions out here with G-Bag Tolo Flags. Will Engineering. And, man, we're excited to be out here in Frisco. This is phenomenal barbecue. Like, no joke, uh, Tinder Smokehouse, owned by Tory Hunter, who's walking in. The great Tory Hunter just walked in. <laughs> this is among the most elite, awesome barbecue you could ever have in your entire life. It's uh, truly exceptional. So, and what I've noticed, Skin, is that the best barbecue places, they don't, they're not at war with each other. They respect each other. Mm-hmm. But I would say that Tinder Smokehouse, you could put on a level with the greatest barbecue you've ever tasted in your life. It's incredible, and I'm so happy that it's here in Frisco. You know, it started in downtown Salina, and I'd heard you talking about it, and I made it up there and had some of that, and I was absolutely blown away. And then they opened up the second location. This is just like 15 minutes from my house, so it makes it so much easier on me to go ahead and get some Tinder whenever. This is fantastic. Yeah, so come have lunch with us today. And then, of course, it's game one of the World Series tonight. Max Scherzer against Garrett Cole, Nationals, Astros. And you can watch a World Series game with Torrey Hunter. He's going to be hanging out at his restaurant today during lunch. He's going to be here for dinner tonight. So if you can't make it for lunch, make it for dinner. And if you want to double down on the best barbecue of your life, do it for both lunch and dinner. Can I ask you a question, Ben? Nope. I want you to say, what is the name of this restaurant? Just Tender say Smokehouse. Say it again, I'm sorry. Tender Smokehouse. What is the name of the hookup app? Tender. Yeah. So did you just say it? Did you, did you guys just say it the same way? You said it the same way, right? Think so. Tender. Say the app. Tender. Say the restaurant. Tender. My wife was arguing with me last night that they're pronounced differently. How? What? What? She In- goes, I go, yeah, we're going to be at Tender tomorrow. She goes, are you spelling that T I N D E R? I was like, no, Tinder, T-E-N-D-R, Tinder. She goes, yeah, you're saying it like the app. And I was like, Tinder. Why is she always saying the app? What does she know so much about the app? Well, she uses the the other part of it. But she was like, no, it's Tinder and Tinder. And I was like, are you doing a prank right now? I've never once, I'm tempted to pull up the spellings uh, to see if the pronunciation looks the same on a pronunciation. But she was very adamant that there was Tinder and Tinder. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not hearing that. I've never I'm heard it either. It's yeah. not even different. Yeah. I, thought, I thought, well, maybe I'm colorblind. Maybe I hear things weird, too. Yeah. I don't know. I do think certain people pronounce both. things different. I think it has to do with the pronunciation. KT has a few words that I hear him saying. I'm like, that's a unique pronunciation. Like when he's he's having emotions, he says Phil. Right, right. My wife, she Phil. emphasizes exactly. the wrong syllable. Like when she says Taco Bell, she goes Taco Bell or something. <laughs> it's like that. everybody says something. <laughs> Hey, when do you think that Amari Cooper deal is going to get done? 
<laughs> right. Yeah. Now that's a KT original right there. Yeah. You they never should... know if he's talking about a pickle or a huge contract but situation. But if you're not a moron, you're following the context clues and you understand oh, oh, no, what I'm saying. Morons. We're the okay. idiots because someone doesn't know how to talk. I did Got that too it. when I was talking about Taco Fall, yeah. the basketball player. Taco? Taco Fall. No, it's yeah. Taco Fall. Now listen, uh, <laughs> last night the Patriots hammered the Jets 33-0. to that's what a really good team does to a really bad team. Mm-hmm. And somehow Sam Darnold didn't look like Joe Montana <laughs> against the Patriots, which I don't understand because the whole idea of the Cowboys <laughs> losing to the Jets was like, yeah, oh, but Darnold's back. So there's <laughs> so they they got the MVP of the world back. So now they're <laughs> now that's why the Cowboys had to lose that game. I'm like, no. Yep, yep. It didn't have to be that way. It did. They put pressure on Sam Darnold all night. Didn't he throw four picks? Last night he said, I'm seeing ghosts. He said, I'm seeing ghosts. Do you have that audio back there, Shippy? Oh, I do. Uh, so, yeah, go ahead and play that bad boy. Seeing ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, four interceptions and a full ghost. So, here's the deal on this he year's. Said it mean. Here's the deal on this year's New England team. It is an elite, beyond elite defense. <laughs> maybe the best defense they've had. I don't know, maybe during the whole Brady regime. Defense is incredible. The offense leaves a little bit to be desired, which is why they made the trade that they made, giving up a second. That's a second-round pick for Sanu, right? That's a good trade, too, though. Um, He's perfect trade. for them. They needed that. They absolutely needed that. And I still enjoy the speculation that Gronk is going to leave the beach and go play for them for the final four weeks of the season or whatever it is. Yep. But uh, shouldn't be allowed. In the AFC, man, their defense is – wait, what was that opinion? He shouldn't be allowed? Yeah, that shouldn't be allowed. <laughs> Well, I don't understand. You can't just, like, because you know everyone knows you're unhealthy, you can't just show up for a month. Why not? I don't know. I think it's. I think it messes with the integrity of the game. Oh, shut up. Like when Roger Clemens and Andy Pettit used to do that? Yeah, we can't have New England mess with the integrity of the game. That was steroids. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, they, they, they need an offensive boost. But defensively, that thing going up against a young quarterback, that was, that was almost identical. I don't know how much of that Buffalo game you guys watched where Josh Allen threw four interceptions before he got concussed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was. He was seeing ghosts. He was seeing ghosts before and after. So their ghosts. defense, their defense is just spectacular. <laughs> it's not too bad. Look, you know you're mic'd up, man. Just don't say anything like that. <laughs> but okay, so a, what does it mean? And b, is it that weird? I mean, Halloween's ten days away. No, it's t- not. No, it's not. It's kind of. What he's saying is that defense had him spooked. It had him spooked, and uh, that's why if the Patriots get to the Super Bowl. They're likely going to win because whenever that organization has two weeks to prepare, they are damn near impossible to beat. Yeah, uh, that was that was tough to watch just because I couldn't help but think about the Cowboys. I mean, it just yeah, – I couldn't help it. It was uh, – Sam Darnold suddenly didn't look like he was dominant anymore. I and it's just off 24-0. I was like, yeah, yeah this is good here. The Cowboys the, – I was expecting the Cowboys to have something similar to that. It's other, just an off night. Sam Darnold – got in the hall of fame and now <laughs> i i have to wonder about my bet with basic oh it's they have to win five games right i yeah i i never i still even after they beat the cowboys still didn't think that they were getting it no they it, i thought y'all's bet was five and a half was it five or five well i, th- I like what you're saying it's five and a half so <laughs> I, I ben i still think it's possible they don't win five games 
I mean, even with the MVP of the league and Darnold on their team. I mean, dude, he's he's seen ghosts. He's shook. I doubt he ever plays again. <laughs> Let's pull up their schedule here. Ain't no such thing as halfway crooks. I mean, they're going to shout out uh, Prodigy and Havoc. I think I think they're going to end up Uh-oh. obviously beating. Have have they played Miami twice yet? They've got the shape, Dolphins, but... the Giants, the Redskins, the Jaguars, the Raiders, the Bengals, the Dolphins again. I'd like Ravens. to remind. I would like to remind you guys that the Dolphins, the only reason they didn't beat the Redskins is because they went for two like it was a college They game. have the Dolphins twice and the Bengals, though. Teams with no wins. And the Redskins. Okay, and the Redskins. So you're just having them sweep out all the bad teams. So five's the number, or was it five and a half? Do we ever get an agreement on that? I'm sure I think it's seven. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll have, to, we'll have to go get the tape. Now there's a controversy, yeah. and we don't really know what was said. I don't know if that's possible. Okay. That's good. Uh, That's good but, yeah, it feels like five-ish. <laughs> Maybe what? it's six. You think it's not five and a half? I think it's six. I don't, I don't think know. anybody makes, makes a bet for five-ish. <laughs> I think it's usually a little more concrete than that. So, uh, Patriots are rolling. They they get a new receiver. I, I saw this yesterday. I, I don't have the tweet in front of me, but it was what the, the Patriots are spending on their wide receivers on their payroll. Did you guys see that? No. It's like nobody making over six. The whole, you know, there's – I think there's like five receivers in the league that are making more single-handedly than the entire Patriots wide receiver core. Wow. Uh, even with Sanu. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, they, they just they, – they value certain things. They don't value others. But I, I do I, – I did find this interesting. I heard this on the morning show. I guess Schefter said on some pregame show that Brady would consider going to play somewhere else. Oh, oh man, I have this audio. Oh, great. Let's okay, let's take a listen. Has he put his home for sale? Yes. Has his trainer put his home for sale? Yes. Has he set up his contract to void after the season to become a free agent? Yes. So if he's selling his home and his trainer's selling his home and he's voiding his contract, what does that tell you? He's setting up, and we'll see, to move on. Now, listen, there are many times people set up things in their life to move on, and they walk to the abyss, and they look down, and they say, whoa, I'm not jumping now. So he could change his mind. But I'm just telling you, if you look at it in his mind, it has to be clear. He's thinking in about ways, New England. Man, they uh, added Schefter to their Monday night pregame show, and he just got all coked out. That yeah. was real weird. So here's the other thing he did. <laughs> real hyper. We all agree that Schefter's a great journalist. He did sure. something real dicey in there. He said yeah. he set up his contract to void after this season, and then four sentences later said, so he's voiding his contract. No, he's not. <laughs> he hasn't come out and said he's voiding his contract. It's in his contract. Lots of people have lots of things in their contract that could or could not happen. So if anything, like, couldn't it be a massive leverage play? Hey, uh, you know, I, I, I'm selling my house. Yeah, because Giselle wants to move to Mars or whatever. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Rich people move giant houses all the time. I wonder for what, though. He's already got his contract. He already is making up for the lost ground and the money, the discounts he's taken. Uh, the leverage to get rid of Belichick because no. they hate each other. So I don't know this really is, what dudes. he could do, what he would need leverage for. You, you tell me. He's been with one team his entire career. And he's ended up with being considered the greatest quarterback of all time. So at the age of next year, 43, he's going to uproot and go be a dolphin or whatever. <laughs> like, what, what are we talking about here? We're talking about a 43-year-old quarterback is like, now's the time to make the move. Well, he still, if he still wants to keep playing, and he truly does hate Belichick, which we've heard. I mean, and I, I don't know. I, I know he's saying that this thing that he did was not a shot at Robert Kraft. 
He's walking at a massage parlor. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I come on. I don't. I wonder what's going on there. I mean, there is a degree of dysfunction. I'm not saying it's likely either, but Schefter also doesn't just make things up. I can't wait till 1240 where we can hear the audio of his press conference because he went at the media when the media came at him right next to his locker the other day. That's I turned that game off and began that Netflix show last night. How is The it? Paul Rudd show. What is it? It's just Paul Rudd walking around? No, it's Paul Rudd. It's called... Uh, <laughs> All me... I've heard about is Tom Brady walking out of a massage parlor, yeah. so I don't have a good feel for what the show is. I think it's you called, nailed it. It's called Living With Yourself, and I I fear that I didn't get very far. I just got through two episodes. You're afraid so, of that? Well, I fear that it's not going to be that great, but the one saving grace of this thing so far is that Paul Rudd's in it, and he's the most likable guy ever. And he's in it twice. And he's in it at twice. So he basically... He's an advertising guy, and he's just he's in a funk with his life. He's not getting along with his wife, and he's not you know he he hates his job, and he's going to do a pitch at the advertising meeting, and he doesn't have anything. He's like, I need a couple of days. So it's and this another, is forty. Well, there's another hot shot in there, and he's like, Hey, I win, we all win. You win, we all win. We need you to be better. Pick up your game. Go to this spa. I went to this spa. And I've been in the. I get to talk about. He's been making money. His life's been better because he went to this place called the Top Happy Spa. Okay, so he goes in and something goes awry. I'm not spoiling anything. It's it all happens spoiler very alert. quickly in the first yeah, episode. Yeah, spoiler okay? alert. Something goes awry and another Paul Rudd shows up. So they accidentally <laughs> cloned him, and now he meets up with his other self in their garage. And they're like fighting about who is the real Paul Rudd. <laughs> okay. Okay. okay and I like, like this. they both like team up. Okay. We got it. We can't let the wife know that we're. But I'm. The, and they're like they're like testing each other, like asking each other questions. This sounds like a Charlie Kaufman okay. movie. Okay. It's okay through two episodes. Uh-huh. This is the same thing but as the new Will Smith movie. The, it's very Gemini <laughs> Man. It's the same thing, right? Yeah. But when I watched that scene, I didn't once. I didn't like. It was very clear that it's a dig at Robert Kraft. Like, okay, it's not, it is to me it's too. Not, uh, there's no way you it's can't not. hide it. There's okay. no way it's not. Well, okay, then I'll buy it. So he next knew. year uh, he's a jet. I don't know about no. that. I, <laughs> no. I I don't know what he's leveraging for. Dolphins. I don't know. I don't know what it is, and I I do find it unlikely that he'll leave. But I don't think Schefter makes things up. So Belichick's the Cowboys it's, coach. It's to get his buddies from TB12 back on I, staff. I think uh. Belichick is already whale shark to the Cowboys. I think he's curious about the Cowboys. I just don't think that relationship would work. Uh, no, I can't imagine. I just don't think. Well, it would I don't work. know though. I think uh, Belichick loves to take digs at Parcells. So I think he's motivated by being the bill that actually worked out with Jerry. God, people think they hate Garrett's pressers. Oh, oh my man. God. Garrett would look like the personality of the year compared to Belichick. Well, at least we get more inventory because those pressers go for two minutes. All right. Coming up next, live from Tinder Smokehouse in Frisco. We're here at 4226 Preston. Come have lunch with us today. The owner of Tinder Smokehouse, one of the great baseball players of all time, Tori Hunter joins us in person. Then we got the college football pre, uh, review. Then we got Dave Hellman. Lots of Cowboy stuff coming your way live from Tinder Smokehouse in Frisco next on 105.3 The Fam. Thanks, Shippy. It's a Ben and Skin Show coming to you live from Tinder Smokehouse in Frisco, 4226 Preston Road. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. 
Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Come join us. We've been bragging about this barbecue because uh, we've experienced it. It's among the best barbecue we've ever had in our lives. Number two on Yelp in America in 2019. And the owner uh, of Tender Smokehouse joins us now, the great Tory Hunter. How you doing, man? What's up, fellas? How you doing? Ben and Skin. Doing good, man. Good? Honored to have you on now. Uh, honored. We, we, we've had you on before. We've talked about you many times. We desperately wanted you to be a Texas Ranger. We really, <laughs> we really wanted you to be a still Ranger. Still time, right? There's still you, He does look like he can still play. Come on now. Oh, no, I play for my wife now. You okay. Know? Trying okay. to keep that, that, that six-pack. That's yeah. my lady's playground, you know? <laughs> well, we always wanted you to be a Texas Ranger. Uh, and, and we really learned a lot about you through Michael Young, who just loves you and says so many kind things about you. So were you ever close to being teammates with Michael Young? I was, I was very close. Uh, I had a conversation with at the time Tom Tom Hicks and uh, and you know we it just didn't work out you know we we received a phone call and uh, and was saying there was something going on and be careful so uh, we were like what what are you, what are you talking about I was gonna be at home sleeping in my bed with my kids or whatever and and be here for the rest of my life and this is where I wanted to reside for the rest of my life in Texas and it just didn't work out and I, I had to go go on to the uh, to the angels and I the went to hated the angels. angels. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, that was yeah. instinctual. <laughs> yeah, I, they're fine. I just I had <laughs> yeah, the same yeah, reaction. Yeah, sorry, sorry about that. Yeah, man, I can't, I couldn't believe. It. I thought I had something going. I had, mm. thought I had the deal done and be at home in the Ranger Stadium, sleeping in my own bed. And so it was close. It was. Hey, it was so close. Oh, and uh, it just did not what work year out. We're around in the 2007 season. My last year with the Twins. Okay. Uh, we that next month we we had a, a dinner at. At the Hicks's house, and and uh, they man, they spoiled us. They treated us uh, with royalty, like royalty, and and uh, it just didn't work out, man. Yeah. It was it was a tough. I, I wish I can elaborate more, but no, I can't. Fine, yeah, man. and, and uh, but it's just you know, I wanted to be here. Trust me when I say that. It sounds like I'm being politically correct. I'm not a politician. I, you know I tell the truth. <laughs> right, right. I think that was the same month the Rangers got a water bill they couldn't pay. I don't know. I can't. <laughs> right. It's all just. Yeah. You know what? That's not for me to say. Right now they got they have a nice stadium. A yes. retractable yeah. roof. And I think the future of baseball here in, uh, in Texas and DFW area I, def- I definitely think they're going to get free agents now. Mm-hmm. It's not so hot for those free agent pitchers to come here. They don't die out in August and September. We've got a retractable roof. You know, me, you know, I was going to come here. I like the heat, and I like to get a tan. So, you know, <laughs> right, right, good place right. for that. Hey, how did you end up in North Texas? Because you're an Arkansas guy. Yeah. How did you end up here during your playing days? Well, well, we kind of looked at it. I had a lot of family and friends here. Um, uh, so when I was in Pine Bluff, I was staying with my wife's parents. And, um, and I told my wife, I said, we, we have to move. You know, I had more training here mm-hmm. in Pine Bluff, Arkansas. There was no training. I went to the gym and I worked out, worked out with bodybuilders. <laughs> so I'm, I'm lifting like 400, 380. You know, I'm big as hell, you know, and <laughs> trying to walk in the, in the baseball stadium, swing a, swing a bat, and then I can't swing the bat. So I came down here and worked out um, – with a, uh, a guy here named Jason Marsh, and uh, uh, he kind of took me under his wing. He was a trainer, and and I worked out his place called AIP at the time, and and, uh, and and met a lot of guys here, a lot of friends and family. So my wife decided to move here with me, and no state taxes. Yeah, you know, uh, mm-hmm. two hours here from the main airport, two hours to the west coast, two hours to the east coast, and 
it's just worked out perfectly, man. So we are talking to the great Tory Hunter uh, on the Ben and Skin Show, 105.3 The Fan. We're at Tender Smokehouse in Frisco. Um, so how did you get involved in the barbecue game? And you're not just involved in the game. Number two on Yelp. Tender Smokehouse, number two on Yelp in America. Not just in DFW, <laughs> in America. So how did you become one of the kings of barbecue? Well, hold on. I want to interrupt, Ben. Before you say that, what was your reaction when you found that out? I remember Ben telling me, and I was blown away. What did you think when that happened? I thought it was a prank call. <laughs> said, this is a prank. Someone, someone's trip. I, I, I'm, I, I think I told my, uh, my business partner, Dante Ramirez, uh, he's the operator. He's the brains behind all of it. Uh, because if I was cooking it, uh, we would be number two not to go to. <laughs> the bottom of the list? Yeah, yeah the bottom of the list. And, and well, uh, we'll go back to Ben's question. I just thought that was so amazing. But go back to Ben's question. How did you get in this barbecue game? Honestly, I have no idea. You know, uh, my, my son's father-in-law, uh, Eddie Bell, uh, just came to me and said he, have a, he has a friend that wants to open up a barbecue joint, and uh, and I wanted to meet him. So I had a chance to meet Dante Ramirez, and and uh, and he said I have the best barbecue in, in Texas. I said, <laughs> I was, I, my, my wife and I we love Hutchins Barbecue. You know, oh, it's great. Spot. I have yeah. nothing against Hutchins yeah. Barbecue. I still love them to this day. Heck yes, and uh, great. so uh, we we were eating that, and and uh, and then the guy brought it over. You know to. To our house, and I had my father-in-law there, my my, my family there, and and uh, we tasted that barbecue. It was like it slapped me in the face. I'm like, oh my, oh my god, who? What's in this? Did you put some drugs in this thing? Crack and <laughs> And I'm like, oh my god, this is some good barbecue. The beans were great. The uh, the mac and cheese was great. The yeah. the 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 ribs they fall off the bone. And the brisket, it was to die for. And he said, I have something special for you, a Wagyu brisket. Oh. And I was like, Wagyu? Nobody has Wagyu brisket. And we tasted that thing. It melted in my mouth, and I almost fainted. And I don't faint. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, you know what? My, my dad was like, if you don't do it, I'm going to go in my 401K. <laughs> I'm going to get it done. <laughs> so we, we invested, and, and, uh, and we actually worked in it. My whole family, uh, my sons, my my sister, my my cousins, and everybody worked in the restaurant for the first you know eight to uh, eight months to a year, and uh, and I was in there you know busting tables and people showing me and giving me <laughs> bad times. Some some people videoing me and say I think Tori's broke. <laughs> I'm, I'm washing dishes. I'm sweating. I'm like you know. Tori. <laughs> I'm doing all these things. I'm, I'm I'm nailing things together. He's teaching me how to do all these things. And and uh, um, before you know it, I kind of learned the system. And I was and to lead, I think you gotta go in there and you gotta serve first, and you gotta learn how to do it yourself. You just can't go around and boss everybody around. I think for people to really get um, uh, to respect you, you have to go in there and learn these things and do these things. So when they saw me in there a part owner, a partner, and a, a guy that, you know, I think some of the guys have told me, oh, you play Major League Baseball, why are you doing this? Hey, why? I want to learn it. I right. want to be the best. I want to dominate a market. I want to learn systems, you know, and um, uh, that's something that's always been in me to just go out there and, and try to dominate a market, you know, and, I, and, and that's what we're trying to do. I want to tell you a quick story. You know, Ben and I, when we were like 19 or 20, we were working out of Chili's mm -hmm. and, you know, waiting tables, mm -hmm. and we had a manager – that was like, if you walk by a table, even if it's not your table and you don't pick up an empty dish, you're fired. 
And it was the idea of like pulling everybody together and getting everybody. And that stuck with me. And I'll be in restaurants and I'll look over the table next to me and it'll have a bunch of dishes on it. And the manager is standing there and I look at it and I go, this restaurant's not going to do well. Their leader is not even willing to do an obvious. He's got this eyesore right next to me and he won't do it. And it's like that stayed with me forever. If the top people are doing everything, no matter what the business is, then you know it's got a better chance to succeed because that permeates throughout teams, yes. businesses. That's just culture. It makes the most sense. Yeah, and you know, one thing that Dante is always talking about, he's a, the guy, the guru behind all this stuff, and, and uh, he's taught me a lot in, in the restaurant business. I was always told, don't get in the restaurant business. You know, I was mm-hmm. always doing commercial real estate development and different things like that. I really love it. And uh, But I, I, I learned to, to love this, mm-hmm. you know, because I have a chance to – to impart in these young kids' lives. I mean, I never thought I'd have over 100 and something, 120 employees, uh, 126 employees, and, and I have a chance to impact their lives. And, and also, I get a chance to pay them, and, and they go home and have food, shelter, and clothing. They get to pay for their food and get shelter and clothing, and I got I, 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 we've imparted into that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just a gratifying thing, and, and I encourage anybody, you know, if you're out there trying to start a business, don't look at the money. Look at what you're about to do and, and what kind of lives you're about to change and you get a chance to minister to these people. You're just getting a, a little sample here of the great Tory Hunter, uh, just one of the most beloved acts uh, I've ever met in, in terms of the way that anyone who interacts with you feels about you. Everyone speaks so highly about you, and nobody paid me to say that. But uh, yeah, I, I'll pay you $50. Well, uh, that's fine. Uh, but, no, the uh, the stories were started circulating around Salina pretty quickly that, hey, we got this awesome barbecue place. And then it was like, hey, I think Tory Hunter owns it. And then somebody – and I'll, I'll screw up the story, but it, it supports what you were saying. Somebody got to start going around social media. Man, there was the nicest car there, and it was like a a Rolls-Royce Phantom or something. It was gorgeous, and it was right out front. And uh, I watched a woman. She was bussing tables and and washing dishes, and then she went and got in that Phantom and drove home. Uh They're like, they must pay really well there. (laughs) But to your point, that was probably your wife up there working. Didn't didn't one time somebody tip her $1? Yeah, and she she put it in her pocket. (laughs) She earned it. <laughs> she earned that one dollar yeah. like a champ. And my wife was in there. She was in there That's every huge. day, uh, learning just like like me, and uh, you know, busting tables and serving. And uh, we wanted people to have the great experience. Of course, the barbecue is great, but it's not it's not good if it's if you don't have that great service. And you know, people coming home from work or coming to the restaurant from work or for lunch, they had a, a rough morning. And I get a chance to you know cheer brighten up their day by with a smile or with some banana pudding yeah and uh when they eat the banana pudding they're like oh my god <laughs> and you go back to work skipping yeah that's a banana pudding. i'm good today <laughs> so if we can we can make your life better in in you know in the smallest way um uh, uh and at coming by coming to tender smokehouse i definitely think that's is well worth it we're talking to tory hunter here on the ben and skin show 105.3 the fan we're at his spot Tinder in Frisco. It's right off Preston. Would love if you came by today and had lunch with us. Uh, love to hear your thoughts on the series that starts. By the way, yeah. you're going to be watching the series here if folks yeah. want to come watch the game with you. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be watching the game tonight. It starts at 7. Am I, I right? that's right. Yeah. It was 12. 
Uh, but they changed it uh, due to, I guess, weather they had earlier this week. 708 uh, first pitch. 708 first pitch. And, and if the game is not over and you want to stay and watch it, I think we're going to stay open for you, for you guys. All right. So come watch the game and, and have Pudge Rodriguez's beer, 13 gold. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, and he didn't, pay that. me, he didn't pay me to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Those are good people we, over there at Nine Band. Those are good yeah, folks. Yeah, yeah definitely. So, so you know what is better if I have Roller Town in my, my There you place. go. I like that. There you go. <laughs> Okay, so tonight, Max Scherzer against Garrett Cole. Who, I mean, good God, two beasts on the mound. Oh man, this is, you, Garrett Cole. You know, obviously he had three hundred twenty-six, twenty-seven strikeouts this year. Um, uh, Twenty wins. Uh, Verlander, same thing, over three hundred strikeouts. Uh, but you talk about Scherzer in Strasburg; they're pretty, pretty good. So this one and two game, one and two. You talking about hitting? No, there probably won't be any hitting. It's it's gonna boil boil down to who's gonna execute, who's gonna bunt him over, who's gonna hit and run, who's gonna take the extra ninety feet because you have to get that extra ninety feet to defeat these guys, and you can't make no mistakes. Whoever wants it more gonna have to be fundamentally sound these next two games because it's gonna be rough. There are very few things that are better in pro sports than a World Series or a league championship pitching duel. Yeah. I mean the tension is unbelievable. You get to the ninth inning or eighth inning and it, no runs are scored or something yeah. like that, That or it's one-to-one. Yeah. Just wait for that tiny little mistake. Yeah. That is incredible sports tension. It, and, and it's tripped out because the fans, their um, emotions go up and down like a roller coaster because now you got two runners on base, a man is on second and third, and it's one out. And then, freak it out. Then Scherzer and Cole, uh, Gary Cole, shuts it down because right. they're that type of pitcher. Right. They're shut-down pitchers, and then – um, uh, so you, you're thinking something's going to happen, then they diffuse the situation in, in the stadium, and, and now your emotions like, oh, yay, oh, <laughs> yeah. So, and that's the, I think those games are great, and and uh, and you know, I think with uh, the Astros uh, uh, playing the way they're playing, that that team is the team to beat. Yeah, they're, they've been to the World Series just recently in the last three years. Um, and you got Altuve, Springer, who was the MVP of the last World Series. You got Mr. Smooth, uh, Michael Brantley hitting mm. over there. Be careful with him. He don't care who's on the mound. He will destroy you silently. He's the silent assassin. That's what we always called him. And uh, so I, I definitely think the Astros battle at the plate. Uh, they're my favorites to win the thing. But I had a, a lot of ex-teammates with, uh, with the, the Nationals. Oh, cool. With Howie Kendry, Annabelle Sanchez, mm-hmm. Scherzer. Um, and so I, I definitely think that, you know, I'm rooting for those guys, but not rooting. Right, right, <laughs> exactly, right, right. exactly. Uh, that is Tory Hunter. We're at Tender Smokehouse. Come on Frisco. through. Come on through. You can watch the uh, World Series Game 1 with him tonight. And I got to tell you this, we, we, we knew we were going to love you before we got to know you, and we've known you for a while now, yeah. because of the people that we did know very well and respected and the respect they have for you. And so I texted Thad Levine and Michael Young, tell them you were coming on the show, and they were just, oh, my God, he's the best. They love you so much. And Michael, I think this you guys give each other grief all the time. Michael said you got to ask him about being a grandpa. Oh, so got to ask you about that for Michael. Man, you know, it's, it's different, man. I can't believe I'm married to a grandmother. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> She's hot, though. There ain't never is there such thing as a hot grandmother. <laughs> Man, that's your category, right? <laughs> oh, man. Hey, so we, we, uh, we're, ex- we're excited, man. It's nothing like seeing 
your sons have kids or your daughters have kids. It's a, it's a, uh, uh, you think about the bloodline and what you can do and change the mindsets of, uh, of your family and, uh, and, and make, the, make them better than you were, 10 times better than you were, because I'm a lot wiser than I was when I was raising my sons. Uh, I've, I've been through a lot while I was raising my sons, and now I've overcome and made some adjustments, some, some dress, adjustments that can you know, take you to another level. And, uh, and so I'm able to give that to my granddaughters and my grandson uh, so they can be better, 10 times better than my kids were. And uh, so it's always good when you see your bloodline playing over there. Uh, it's always good when your grandson jumps off the table and, uh, and you know, things just happen. And I just say, get up, you know, because I know <laughs> that's the way life is. You're going to fall, but you got to get up. Right. And so that's, that's what I'm going to teach my grandson. Life ain't easy, man. I'm, you don't get no participation sticker here. Oh, you got to put in the work. You look like you're 28. <laughs> yeah, man, you know what? I tell people I'm 28. You know? <laughs> I tell people I'm 28 all the time. I never tell them my real age. You know? and I, um, I, um, I, think, I don't know if I was the first player. You guys probably have to look this up. But I, I, hit, a, I hit 20 home runs with 80-plus RBIs, and I was a grand parent twice <laughs> wow oh, man. Is that right? oh man the guys would be like hey man. you know i took a steroid test they they came in <laughs> every time i hit the home runs and that monday they'll be like come here <laughs> come, come here grandpa come, come i need i need to check your urine oh man that's hilarious <laughs> hey tori uh, thanks for jumping on man we want everybody to come out to tender smokehouse out here in frisco right off Preston, the best barbecue in town thank you tori hey thank you guys for having me i appreciate what you guys are doing there oh. he goes the great tori Hunter, coming up next, we will get into uh, the great college football action of this past weekend right here on The Fan. All right, it's been at Skin Show 105.3 The Fan, coming to you live from Tinder Smokehouse in Frisco. You just heard Tory Hunter on. He is the owner up here, and he's got some partners. Eddie's fantastic. Dante's great, and all their families are very involved as well. Tinder Smokehouse in Frisco. It's kind of a grinder app, right? Preston, come join us out here for lunch. And then tonight, Tory's going to watch the World Series game one out here. You can watch it with Tory, as you could hear. Uh, couldn't be a better dude. People are clamoring for a weekly with him. He's like, really guys, charming, man. You guys need to have him on every week, and we would do that in a heartbeat. Uh, we, we're going to get back into the Cowboys. Dave Hellman coming up momentarily from DallasCowboys.com. Ross Tucker's going to join us as well. Plenty to talk about, but we thought we'd turn our attention to the college game here for a second. And Alabama suddenly having problems at the quarterback position to a T with a high ankle sprain this past week. And Initially, Nick Saban said he's only going to miss one week. Uh, now it turns out it is a high ankle sprain, and he's going to be out for a minute. Now, he's had surgery, too. Is that correct? It's something called the tightrope surgery, which they did on him last year. If you remember, he missed a month between the SEC championship game and the college football yeah. playoff because of the tightrope. Now, he had a month to chill out there. There's speculation in the world that he's not going to be back for the LSU game on November 9th, which is two weeks. So LSU's your national champion this year, boys. It's all lining up perfectly. Now I want to you're going to go for that, okay? I've been rolling with that for a couple of weeks now. Now okay. I've been saying that I've been hoping for that, but now I'm saying I'm I, it's going to happen. LSU is your national champion this year, and uh, I want to throw this other thing out there because I know that you're all over this. There's going to be hesitation to draft Tua. He's had a lot of injuries, dude. There's that both guy, ankles now. That guy is – you can go ahead and start labeling him injury prone and you're not really off base. Both both ankles and then the, the knee. I'll say this, though. In the, uh, so, Dane did this uh, little quarterback ranking thing, right? And this is based on talking to people, based on what he's seen. Um, there's a lot of things that go into it. 
but he's basically resetting the, the quarterback prospect rankings. All right? The first tier is Tua still by far. Okay? He's only uh, got one guy at that tier? Well, he's got two. Okay. The next guy? Burrow. Joe Burrow of Come LSU. On. Come on, KT. Let's go. So, Tua's already going to have teams that won't take him because he's six foot tall. 5'11". Um, he's already going to have teams that are going to be a, be a little leery of that, plus the injuries. Burrow's got to keep it going here. Are you saying he might be the number one pick in the draft? There's a chance, man. Oh, I love There's it. There's absolutely a chance. I love these and stories. So, what will the Dolphins do if they're in the mix? I don't know. You know, I don't think they're going to lean on Josh Rosen. I think they'll go ahead and pop a quarterback. What will and, and keep in mind, they'll have the Steelers' first-round pick, too. So, they'll have another top-ten pick to get a position player. Can uh, I, Cincinnati, can... Joe Burrow was going to go to Ohio State. Cincinnati oh, and Joe Burrow, right. those are stars aligning, if you yeah. ask me. That's so perfect. Uh, but I don't know if that's – Does it tell you anything? I know we're doing college here, but does it tell you anything that they inserted Fitzmagic and he already moved the ball better than Rosen? That's is a that, problem. I mean, That's is a that, problem for Rosen. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm not watching them closely, obviously, because I'm not a masochist. But it seems like, you know – I mean, he's going to be one of those guys. With, did that, the same thing with Jameis, dude. He's going to be one of those guys that had a little bit of promise and it got just busted up by the situation he went to. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's nothing you can do about that, right? Yeah. He'll be fine. He's got other interests. In that second tier, he had Jordan Love of Utah State and Justin Herbert of Oregon. And Dane's criticism of Herbert, Herbert is he's just not as quick as Tua reading defenses, but Herbert's been great this year, man. And, and Oregon's really good. I think Herbert is at 21 touchdowns, one interception. Which that leads me to Trevor Lawrence, who's not eligible to be drafted this year, right? But still, uh, it still basically is a guy that um, the year ahead will likely be number one. You could probably chalk it up right now. So he threw another interception the other day <laughs> in the, against Louisville. And I want you to hear these quotes from Dabo Sweeney that he said. So Lawrence has eight interceptions, tied for the most in the ACC. He threw a second interception in that game, and Dabo Sweeney said it was stupid. Here's what he said to Trevor Lawrence. What are you doing? What are you doing? There's just no explanation. That was just bad. That was just bad, bad football. That was like the worst football ever. (laughs) All right, let's go to the next play. Uh, He was 20 of 29. Trevor Lawrence, though, there's people asking questions on what is this guy's deal? Is he just smelling himself? What's this guy's deal? Like Dak said. He's just smelling himself. Does he just think he can do whatever because they play a crappy schedule in the ACC and Clemson's going to be fine either way? Well, was we, a lot early. Eight it's interceptions. A, is, okay, so how well, old was he when he first arrived on the scene and became the greatest quarterback in the history 18, of many? So that's a lot for an 18, 19-year-old to take on. Oh, yeah. Hey, you're the best quarterback in the world. If you came out in the draft right now, you'd be the number one pick. I don't know. Possible that that could the strain of that could be you know could be weighing him down. If, or, let me ask you this, KT. Based on if the rules were different, if last after coming off of last year, if he had been eligible for the draft, would he have gone number one or Kyler? Kyler. Okay. Okay. Cliff was going to take Kyler no matter what. Okay. Well, right. you're saying team specific. Cliff only took that job because of Kyler, in my estimation. Okay. But yeah, from a talent standpoint, yeah, I think he probably would have been. Not I mean not talent, but like from what they want in a quarterback. Yeah, probably so. I guess the questions you can ask, and I'm not going to go watch his sophomore tape because he's ineligible and it doesn't matter. But again, next year. But the question is, is Clemson just scheming guys wide open or is he really having trouble reading defenses and things like that? So that'll be interesting to find out. The top 25 is out, guys. At number 16, SMU. 
Seven and zero. Got past Temple. That was a big win, dude. They have Houston on Thursday night. All right. Is that in Houston or is that here? It's in Houston. Okay. Number fifteen, Texas, five and two. Texas is still. I had a talk with my brother over the weekend as we were watching this game on on Saturday, and we were like, Texas has to drop like five spots here, right? No, nah, they won. They nearly lost to Kansas. I, I know, thought they were going at they home. Were, they were three touchdown favorites. You can't, and it took a last second dicker the kicker field goal to win it. Sir. They nearly lost that game to Kansas at home, dude. I understand, but they still won. They are 119th nationally in total defense. God. 119th in defense. Only Kansas and Colorado are worse among Power Five teams. I, I just and people come at me and say I hate on Texas, but what are the excuses for that? There's none. This was the year they were yeah. supposed to be back, and right. you're farting around with Kansas. Man, Shippy had a pretty great tweet on Saturday, so he's saying, "So is Kansas back? Okay. What is their what is his handle? It's I don't great. know." Someone had sent it to me because I blocked <laughs> right, him. They right, took right. a screenshot, so yeah. I had to look at it off of the screenshot. Him. Number fourteen. 7-0 Baylor. All right. Oh, so Baylor jumped UT. Yeah. The Bulldog head coach at the tongue out wearing one of those. Wearing, X-ray he, suit things. He wears, yeah, the weird dentist X-ray suit thing. <laughs> where, like, all your slobber will go down. It's like a neck collar all the way around. Yeah. It's, it's a, like his head's popping out of a dog bowl. It's so you can get X-rays and not get any radiation. He wears that thing. What a weird guy. Uh, so, Skin picked LSU to win it all. I'm picking Ohio State to win it all. Oh! That is the most complete team in college football. Alabama, LSU, Ohio State, Clemson, Oklahoma. Penn State's still undefeated, so they're six. We were screwed out of some action this Saturday at 11. Because Wisconsin lost to Illinois by one. They were undefeated, too. And that would have set up number six, Wisconsin, against number three, Ohio State. But uh, Wisconsin lost. So... Kind of ruined that for everyone. But, hey, we'll still be at Fanniversary on Saturday out there at Texas Live. We'll be watching football with you all day long. All right, rock and roll. Mizzou lost. I'm sad. UNT big win over Middle Tennessee, though, 33-30. So. Man, that final 15 seconds, probably we lost our FCC license after what you guys just did. Go mean green. Thanks, Joe. But that might have brought it all back. Yeah. Coming up next, how will Hellman screw all this up? We'll talk Dallas Cowboys football we with David Hellman next. On 105.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.